Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This morning, Sydney's infection-free run is over. A cleaner working in hotel quarantine tests positive, potentially exposing thousands on the train network. No vaccine rush. Australia to hold out until the COVID injection is ruled totally safe. Behind bars, a woman charged with murder after a devastating Melbourne house fire. And the rush to beat the postage deadline, the ways to make sure gifts get under the tree on time. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. There are fears thousands of people in Sydney could have been exposed to coronavirus after a hotel quarantine cleaner became infected. The woman travelled on public transport over four days. She caught the train from Minto, Lidcombe and Central between Friday and Monday, connecting via light rail to and from Darling Harbour. This is a real test for New South Wales and I don't want to underestimate this. This is a test for us because uh, we have further restrictions easing on Monday. This is a very serious situation, but one at this stage we feel uh, we're managing. The new case has sparked concerns about border reopenings with Queensland and Western Australia. Gladys Berejiklian says plans to further ease restrictions across New South Wales will still go ahead on Monday. Traces of COVID have been detected in wastewater at popular Victorian holiday destinations. Anyone who visited the Dalesford, Hepburn and Hepburn Springs area over the weekend is being urged to get tested. The virus fragments were detected on Monday and more testing is underway. Prime Minister Scott Morrison says he won't be rushed into rolling out a coronavirus vaccine despite rapid approval in the UK. Let's go live now to political reporter Rob Scott. Good morning, Rob. The PM is standing firm on his strategy. Yes, good morning. He is, Jody. He says while the mass immunisation program in Britain will provide a real-world test of the Pfizer vaccine, the situation here in Australia is completely different. We haven't had anywhere near the number of infections or deaths, so Scott Morrison says any rollout in Australia will depend very much on local needs and conditions. <coughs> Excuse me. Australia is looking at four different vaccines. The federal government has already se secured access to 10 million doses of the Pfizer vaccine. But the PM says despite those emergency measures in the UK, our time frame has not changed. Approvals are slated for the end of January and then the first jabs are expected to be given in March. The first to get it will be frontline healthcare workers, the elderly and those considered most vulnerable. Our COVID-19 situation at the moment I would describe as very stable. As we move into the vaccine period, our first priority is that it be safe. 
It must be safe for Australians, and that's what they would expect of us. Although the vaccinations here in Australia will not be compulsory, the PM says if they all pass the necessary approvals processes, he will lead by example and happily line up to get the jab. Jody. OK, Rob Scott in Canberra, thank you. A woman has been charged with murder after a house fire in Melbourne claimed the lives of a young couple and their newborn baby. Abby Forrest, Indipal Sohal and three-week-old Ivy died after their Point Cook townhouse was set alight. This should be, like, the perfect time of their life. Um, and, yeah, now this, this awful tragedy has happened. She was an amazing mum. She just took to it like a duck to water. And I'm so incredibly proud of her. The 46-year-old woman accused of starting the fire, Jenny Hayes, briefly appeared in court last night and was remanded in custody. She'll face court again in March. Two police officers have used batons and capsicum spray in a violent struggle to arrest a man in Melbourne's east. The 30-year-old appeared to be sleeping in a car and when officers arrived, he became violent. They forced him out and tried to arrest him, repeatedly using their batons. The man has been charged with car theft, drug possession, having stolen goods, assaulting police and resisting arrest. The trial of accused Australian pedophile Malka Leifer has continued in Israel overnight with her extradition verdict expected next week. The former Melbourne principal did not appear in court where her lawyers made yet another bid to stop her being sent back to Australia. She's been charged with 74 counts of sexual abuse of her students at a school in Melbourne. A controversial plan to soften penalties for minor drug possession is dividing the New South Wales government, with some ministers and backbenchers threatening to revolt. The Premier insists drugs will not be decriminalised and has confirmed a new approach is being considered to keep offenders out of the courts. I think for children, I think for young people there's, there's options there. We will maintain our tough stance on drugs. Uh, but we also want to look at opportunities where we, we provide better services. It's part of a broader response to the ICE inquiry recommendations. Cabinet will make a final decision on the government's response on December 14. After two weeks of hearings, the jury in Jared Haynes' rape trial has retired. Jurors are deliberating over whether to convict the former league star of sexual assault. He faces a maximum of 20 years in prison if he's convicted on two counts. His barrister urged the jury to put aside his public profile when making their decision. Southeastern Queensland will swelter through heatwave conditions this weekend. Today, Ipswich is set to reach 38 degrees, Brisbane 32, while the border town of Gundawindi could see a top of 40 degrees. A trough has been bringing hot air across the state, causing those sweltering conditions. Christmas is still a few weeks away, but if you have to send gifts to friends and family interstate, you don't have much longer to post them. Delivery dates are wrapping up in just over a week as retailers and couriers rush to get presents under the tree. Retailers rejoicing as the clock counts down to Christmas. As of the 1st of December, people are thinking Christmas. Sales of these luxury hampers soaring by 1,000%. We've got new staff, we've really stocked up just to make sure that we can get orders out. Delivery in high demand, couriers up for the challenge. Sendall letting you skip the queues, picking up parcels you're sending from your front door. We've experienced sort of Christmas 2019 volumes every month since March. 
So we do feel like we're well prepared. Australia Post also feeling the pressure, set to deliver 2 million parcels every day in what will be the busiest month in its 211 year history. We've added 5,000 staff. We have 18 freighters in the air every night that we've chartered. We have 3,000 extra vans on the road. While Christmas is still 22 sleeps away, delivery deadlines are now fast approaching. So a reminder to get shopping and shipping to ensure your gifts make it under the tree in time. You'll need to send gifts by December 12th for regular post. You've got an extra two days if you use Sendall. Its same city cutoff is the 17th. For express post parcels, you have until the 19th. And if you really get stuck, courier company zoom to you says if you send by the 22nd, your gifts should arrive by Christmas Eve. Amber Laidler, 7 News. A jogger in regional Victoria has been stalked and attacked by a kangaroo during her morning run. Tracy Noonan says she was knocked from behind by the roo, which waited for her while she hid in a neighbour's house. It's actually hit me in the back and knocked me to the ground. Um, and I've turned around and the kangaroo is actually standing over the top of me. Just a lone kangaroo has come out of nowhere and hunted me down and hit me in the back. Tracy believes her perfume may have attracted the boxing kangaroo. A truck driver has pleaded guilty to killing four police officers in a horror crash on a Melbourne freeway in April. Mohinder Singh slammed into the officers after they'd pulled over a Porsche driver who's accused of then filming a dying policewoman. He's admitted four counts of culpable driving causing death as well as a number of drugs charges. The 48-year-old told the court he was very sorry. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. International holiday flights could return sooner than expected, with Qantas claiming a successful COVID vaccine would be a game changer. But for now, the airline is pinning its hopes on domestic travel, with tourists very keen to head north. A giant inflatable snorkeler, far north Queensland's pitch to win interstate tourists. That and the promise of the Great Barrier Reef. You've got one of the seven natural wonders of the world. Just a hop, sail and a splash away. Or Qantas hopes a flying kangaroo. When the Queensland border reopened to Sydney and Victoria, 200,000 fares were booked in 72 hours. Tourists and families being reunited. I've never seen so many hugs, so many kisses at domestic terminals. But the Qantas boss says it won't avoid big losses. With $1.5 billion in additional debt, revenue down $11 billion. But domestic capacity is back to 68% and it'll cut costs by $1 billion. 
including 8,500 jobs. A spear has been put through these families' hearts. And it's dominating the corporate market. It'll possibly almost have a monopoly uh, on the business class, which is not good. And under the tree this Christmas, like any airline boss, Alan Joyce would most like to find more progress on a vaccine, the only way international flights can fully return. Maybe travel bubbles won't be needed. And the potential, I think, for vaccines to be rolled out maybe faster than the bubbles happening is, is probably real. Chris Maher, 7 News. At least four people have been killed after an explosion at a sewage plant near Bristol. Chemical tanks are believed to have somehow caused the explosion, with police declaring a major incident. Crews are still on scene searching for any other workers. Prince Charles and Camilla have made a late-night visit to an art gallery and a nightclub on the first day out of lockdown. The pair toured two exhibitions at the National Gallery before making their way to London's oldest music venue. They added their signatures to the 100 Club dressing room's wall, where acts like the Rolling Stones, the Sex Pistols and Oasis have performed over the years. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading higher. The Nasdaq is also up. In London, the FTSE gained and Germany's DAX fell. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed slightly higher. Hong Kong's Hang Seng was up. The All Lords finished higher and the ASX 200 also rose. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,841 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 46 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 74.45 US cents, 77 Japanese yen and $1.05 New Zealand. A security guard has been charged over a savage attack that left a Perth shopper with missing teeth. It unfolded in front of shopping centre security cameras. The 31-year-old victim says he was dragged into a corridor after a disagreement about returning an item to a store. Witnesses say the guard only stopped when a stranger ran over to help. The 21-year-old has been sacked and is now facing jail time. There's still no sign of the mystery shopper who paid for hundreds of, thousands, hundreds of Christmas presents on the Gold Coast. Ten more customers have returned to Mr Toy's Toy World in Burley Waters to collect their laybys. The woman who made the donation wants to remain anonymous. $16,000 in laybys were paid off. Three former US presidents are volunteering to get their COVID-19 vaccines on camera to prove the jab is safe. US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney is in Washington. Good morning, Ash. Who's taking part? Yeah, Jody, these are three of America's most recent presidents offering to take part in a campaign to shore up uh, public confidence in the vaccine. Bill Clinton, George Bush and Barack Obama offering to have the jab on camera. I will be taking it, and, and you know, I may end up taking it on, on TV or having it filmed just so that people know that, uh, you know, uh, you know I, I, I trust this science. This comes after America recorded 2,800 deaths yesterday. It's easy to become uh, desensitised to these numbers, but that is the deadliest day in America since the start of this pandemic. Joe Biden now preparing to meet with Dr Anthony Fauci today to discuss the pandemic. Jody. OK, Ash, thank you. 
In sport, Glenn Maxwell's stunning switch hit six in the third one-dayer against India has divided opinion. The all-rounder's reverse sweep flew 100 metres, but greats like Shane Warne and Ian Chappell believe the shot provides another unfair advantage for bat over ball. The big show disagrees, saying bowlers need to adapt to evolving shot making. The shot wasn't enough for Australia to win the third ODI, but they won the series anyway. They face India again in tonight's first T20 match. David Warner's groin injury may have done a favour for out-of-form test opener Joe Burns. Instead of a so-called bat-off against Victorian Will Pukowski, the pair will open for only the second time together for Australia A against India A. Burns relocated to Byron Bay following an unproductive Sheffield Shield return to refocus on searching for the patience he needs to take on India. The A game starts in Sydney this Sunday. Red star James O'Connor returns at fly half for the Wallabies' final test of the year against Argentina. O'Connor's been injured since the second Bledisloe test. His return means Reese Hodge shifts to fullback. Former Pumas captain Pablo Matera and teammates Guido Petty and Santiago Sassino were dropped from their side after a series of discriminatory social media posts resurfaced, leading to their sacking. The two sides meet in Sydney tomorrow night. Peter Gordon is stepping down as the president of the Western Bulldogs after 15 years of service. He will depart by December 21 and is confident a resolution will be reached with Collingwood over the Adam Trelaw saga. A deal was done at the trade deadline, but finer details were left out, including how much of his salary the Pies will pay. We've got a very good relationship, you know, from the president down um, in, in each club. Uh, we understand each other's problems. We understand the sort of exigencies that goes on. And, you know, we'll, we'll sort out the detail with, with Collingwood in relation to that and we'll all get on with our, with our lives. Meanwhile, former Essendon football manager Dan Richardson has joined the AFL ranks as the league's new umpire's boss. A Wallaroo has led police on a wild chase through Illinois after breaking free from his owner while out for a walk. The animal, which is smaller than a kangaroo but larger than a wallaby, was reported to US authorities hopping through traffic. Wally the Wallaroo eventually fell into the Illinois River where two fishermen had to recover him with a net. He was released back to his owner after a couple of hours who claims he has a valid permit. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, troughs are generating storms over inland and northern Western Australia, the Northern Territory, Western Queensland and northern New South Wales. The troughs are also maintaining intense heat in Western Queensland, inland Northern Territory and inland Western Australia. Winds in Tasmania are bringing a few showers mainly to the west. Around the capitals today, a possible thunderstorm in Brisbane, heading for a top of 32 degrees. Sydney mostly sunny, a top of 28. Canberra 29 and sunny. Melbourne 23, also sunny. Hobart clearing showers, heading for 20 degrees today. Sunny in Adelaide, a warm top of 33. Perth 24 the top, mostly sunny. And thunderstorms for Darwin with a top of 35. And that's 7 Early News for this Friday, the 4th of December.